You're back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcome back. Time to talk to the head coach of the Houston Cougars, Dana Holgerson, brought to you by HRMP, Damaris Barbecue, and Chastain Ford, all big supporters of the Cougs, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Coach, what's up? How are you guys doing this morning? All right, man, we're doing fine. Saw in the Chronicle this morning, there's a big article about, you know, making some changes possibly to the offense, and you said, no, we're going to keep it the same. We're going to keep the same starters in there for now, anyway. It's early in the week, obviously, but... um, what goes into that, Coach? What what uh, what have you been looking at offensively that, uh, well, first of all, what, what kind of changes can be made to change things up there offensively? Well, yeah, I, I appreciated that question. Uh, you know, it, and it's a, it's a valid question. I mean, you gotta you got to look at eight months of work. You can't just look at four quarters of work, right? So, you know, I thought offensively two weeks ago against uh, Rice, we – you know, had a slow start, uh, you know, had had to punt uh, a couple of times and then, you know, got a drive going before the half and then scored five times in the second half and in overtime. So I thought we had things going in the right direction. Uh, you know, you look at it and it's like, well, is it one person? Is it two people? Or is it a collection of people? And I think there's enough blame to go around on offense where, you know, where it, it was not a good performance. You look at the first half, uh, we had the ball six times. Uh, we drove the ball six times. Um, you know, the, the problem with what we did offensively is things fizzled out, you know, down towards the red zone. Uh, so we didn't do a good job of finishing those drives. But I can I can really honestly pinpoint probably six different people on the end of those drives why they didn't why they why they didn't result in, in touchdowns or field goals. Uh, so I just got to look at the whole overall body of work, and then you got to have good depth. If you got good depth and you got good quality backups to the point to where they're pushing for playing time or starting time, then then you make a few changes. But then, unfortunately, that's just not the case. Mm. Dana Holgerson here with us on ESPN ninety-seven five and 92.5. That's nothing against Snead or Mathis, or you know, you had Tayshon and you had McCaskill uh, the last couple of years. Is this how much more? Why is it so much more difficult? Does it seem to be running the football and, and running your offense the way that you have been the last couple of years? Yeah, I think that's a fair question. You know, uh, got to get the run game going. Um, you know, that was just uh, that was that was tough to get going on on Saturday. I don't think our running backs played very good. Started to get Tony Mathis going a week ago, and then he rolls his ankle and is unavailable. Um, you know, Brandon Campbell has been unavailable the last couple of weeks as well because of, a, of, of, a, of an ankle. You know, that, that running back spot uh, endures a lot of wear and tear. Uh, so you better have a bunch of them. I was encouraged by Parker Jenkins, the freshman here from Houston. Uh, you know, he, I actually thought he, he, he popped a little bit on kickoff return. Uh, so we got him going in the second half a little bit, got out for a couple of runs, you know. Quarterback's got to help us in the run game. I thought Donovan, I was bragging about him a week ago uh, when, when uh, he, he, he helped us in the run game against Rice. Uh, he got nicked up in the second quarter and, and wasn't himself. Uh, you know, and then, uh, you know, the offensive line's got to play with better pass level. That's probably the biggest thing I'm disappointed with. I mean, we brought in Yvonne Nagavi from, from Tulane and We've been preaching run game. We've been working run game. We thought it was headed in the right direction, and then it didn't. I think I think you got to give TCU some credit. 
Uh, you know, these guys got seven starters back on a team that was in the national championship. They were, they were incredibly motivated. You know, we had, we had everything that we wanted right there at TDUCU stadium. It was a quality opponent and first big 12 game. We, you know, we battled with them in the first half, just didn't take advantage of the opportunities that we, that we had. I know you've heard this before in years past. This has come up. I came up with a couple conversations with Cougar fans this weekend. And the question is always, well, why did Dana get away from his, you know, the air raid stuff and the things that he learned and, and now, you know, the running stuff and, it, and it, he's trying to run the football, which I know that it happened way back at West Virginia. This is not anything new. But that question, I'm sure it's come up. Can you reiterate again why you have changed philosophically over the years from when you're with Kevin Sumlin at University of Houston to when you're at University of Houston right now? Yeah, it's just defenses have adapted. Um, you know, uh, TCU, what they did was they drop eight uh, stuff as they adapted towards. I mean, we did it at West Virginia. The reason why we dropped eight at West Virginia so much is can't get can't get the enough D linemen uh, to be able to play four down. And then you can't. Uh, it, it's just it, it makes it, it it's easier to stop the air raid. So we made that change a long time ago. Uh, we've. We've certainly been able to throw the ball, uh, you know, as much as we've we've wanted in years past. Right now, it's not clicking as much as we want to, but just because you change your philosophy from, you know, air raid to more pro style offense, with tight ends and fullbacks and run game oriented, doesn't mean that you can't throw the ball. We scheme up run, uh, we scheme up the the pass game as good as anybody. You just got to execute that stuff, you know. So you got to be able to run the ball. Uh, I understand the critics and, and why they're upset with where we're at right now. Uh, nobody's more upset than I am with it, and we're going to work hard towards getting it fixed. Dana Holgerson with us here, brought to you by HRP, Chastang Ford, and Damaris Barbecue, right here every week on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Coach, we just had a question by somebody. Maybe you can, you, you've been in the middle of this, Quenny. You've got a lead late. It's a, it's, a, it's a small lead. We saw it. With Colorado State this weekend, we've seen it plenty before. You keep everything in front of you, yet you let the team go down the field as opposed to you know risking and let them have a big play. Uh, we just had a caller wondering about that, and you're you're an expert in this as a as a college a head football coach. Uh, we see it too often that the team is able to go down the field. Talk about the philosophy of that late in the game. As far as dropping eight, or as far as pressure, as far as as far yes, not pressuring, keeping eight, keeping everything in front yeah. of you. Yet they are able to move down the field on you. Well, we didn't. We didn't do a good job of that this past week, and that's what TCU's philosophy was. We we got behind them a couple of times early, and then they started just flat out just just dropping eight. Uh, you know, and and when that happens, you got to be extremely patient. You got to run the ball better than we did, and you got to you got to be okay with taking five yard gains and. And uh, just being patient with that. Um, you know, we had that philosophy against Rice, and it didn't work out very good for us. And we they, we tried to keep everything in front, and they were they were methodical and moved down the field and scored. So we changed our philosophy, and we started pressuring a little bit more against TCU and got some and created some turnovers. So, you know, it's it's uh, you know it's 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 the game of football, right? So, what's your strategy? Uh, you got to do something that you believe in. You got to stick to it, and then it's personnel driven as well. Yeah, Dana Holgerson here with us on ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. All right, Sam Houston this week. What uh, tell us about them and what you're going to see this this Saturday? 
Yeah, it's going to be a battle. I tell you, they got they got a bunch of Houston kids. They're in transition uh, to one A. I mean, everybody, you know, FCS has been their their background. Uh, you know, in two thousand and twenty one, they played the twenty the two thousand twenty year and the two thousand twenty one year because of the COVID, and they played in the spring and then they played in the fall. They won. They were twenty one and one in FCS. That's how they closed out FCS. They were transition. In 2022, uh, they recruited a lot. They redshirted a lot. They got a really good team coming back. They're struggling offensively right now. Uh, they've only scored three points in two games, but they've played two quality opponents. They played at BYU and they played at Air Force, and they weren't intimidated by either one. Uh, lost 14 to three and or 14 to nothing, and then 13 to three to Air Force. So coming off a of bye week. Uh, we're expecting their best. Uh, they're one of the top teams in the country in defense. They're 1A. They've recruited to it. Um, and we're expecting them to kind of get, get it together offensively. they got a new coordinator uh, that, that's been at Virginia Tech in Memphis, so he knows what he's doing. So should be a good battle. It'd be a good test for us. You know, we just got to keep we got to keep getting better. There's a lot of football ahead of us. There's, you know, I, 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 I'm not disappointed in, where, in, in what our players are and what their mindset is. We we need to get to work, and it's going to be a good time to be able to do that this Saturday. So. What's your message been this week to your team? Yeah, play, to better, play, to, play together better as a team. You know, we've played good offense. We've played bad defense. You know, when we've played good defense, we've played bad offense. You know, so just trying to get them to come together as a team. You know, we were disappointed, you know, last week. You know, halftime was good. Thought we were in the game. Uh you know, didn't play good in the second half, uh, but our team is still motivated. And there's a lot of football ahead. We got a lot of good opportunities ahead of us. You know, we're not going to overlook this Sam Houston team. They're a quality opponent, and then we we got to get back to Big Twelve football. Do you do you have moves like? Do you have some moves queued up to where you say, "Look, if this doesn't go the way I want, and this is still fairly early in the season, we're not afraid." to make a move at this position, at this spot? Do you have that already in your mind about things that you could go to if things don't get better for you, especially offensively? Well, there's, there's, we have young kids, you know. Uh, young kids are, are that, that, in our opinion, are not ready to play Big 12 football. And that's at every spot. You know, Parker Jenkins is an example of this. He's a true freshman that's going to get uh, that's going to get playing time here this weekend more than he's had. Uh, we have other kids in those spots. You just don't feel like they're ready yet. I mean, that's that's up to them and their development, how they practice, how they prepare, how they mature, how they attack the week, and and you know whether whatever spots it is. I mean, if those guys show that they're ready to play, then we're certainly going to put them in there. Uh, once again, and everybody wants to make changes just because it doesn't look very good. So you got to change things. But maybe the people that are out there actually playing. Uh, you know, they look in the mirror and they, they, they play better, you know, and until those young kids uh, step up and show us that they're ready to play, uh, you know, we're going to have to just keep doing what we're doing. How do you feel about your team's attitude right now? Not very good. No, we got good kids. You know, we got good kids that are that, that care, that are excited about the opportunity of being able to play Big 12 football and you know, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not overreacting to you know what was a competitive game. You know that that team that we played was in the national championship last year. You know TCU is a good football team. People say that they're not any good because they lost by three to Colorado. Uh, that was a good foot, one of the better football games that I've seen in a long time. So TCU is a very good football team that's going to win football games. 
And, uh, you know, that, that showed our team, look, we back, we went toe to toe in the first half. You know, it's just going to take, you know, take advantage of those opportunities. And we're going to have more of those opportunities down the line with, with, with what's a very difficult schedule. And so we're excited about those opportunities, and our kids are excited about going out there and proving that they can compete at that level. Dana Hogerson, every week, brought to you by Demers Barbecue Chesting Ford and HRP, right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Go get him, coach. We'll see you on Saturday. All right, appreciate it. Go Cougs. Right, Go Cougs. All right.